0: Welcome to Lifeblood REI, and welcome our guest, the strong and powerful Stephen Pesavento. Stephen is an entrepreneur, real estate investor with Von Finch. He's a marketer, mindset coach, and the host of the Investor Mindset Podcast. Welcome, Stephen.
1: Uh, Excited to be here. Excited to uh, dive into some great stuff today.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited to have you on. Stephen, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, on the personal side, I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be one of two things. I either wanted to be a chef like Emeril Lagasse or I wanted to renovate properties like Bob Vila. And uh, after a career in management consulting and kind of going that traditional path, you know, earning great income and, uh, but feeling like there was something missing, like there had to be more passion to the work that I was doing. I kind of went on this journey and uh, long story short, 10 years after reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, became a real estate investor. You know, I was 17, when I read that book, took another 10 years, and all that HGTV finally paid off, <laughs> where uh, our firm, Von Finch Capital, uh, we actually went and uh, created a house-flipping uh, portfolio, flipped over 200 properties before we really started expanding into much larger uh, commercial multifamily properties. And so now, today, our business is really built around helping passive investors make passive investing in real estate simple. And, uh, we go out and find great deals. They invest capital and, and we share in the, the upside in those opportunities together. It's often called syndication or crowdfunding.
0: I love it. So Bob Vila, is he still around Steven? Is Bob Vila still, still, still a thing?
1: He's still, he's still creating content. He's the uh, he's the OG.
0: He for sure is of uh,
1: of uh, renovation content. And you think back, you know, learning a lot when you're a kid, being obsessed with being able to look at, hey, how can you make a place better? How can you bring something back to life? And at the end of the day, that's really what our business has been all about. It's really value add real estate, which is just a fancy way of saying we take things that. Uh, you know, from, from landlords, from owners that have really milked the property, you know, uh, opportunities where, you know, you see the, <laughs> those yellow countertops, uh, or the baby blue toilets with, you know, the not matching sink. You know, we take those kind of properties. We go in, we have that foresight to, be able to see what's possible. We go and we do renovations, we add value. We really just make them better places to live. And at the end of the day, that ends up creating some really strong returns. And uh, one of the big things, you know, obviously a lot of listeners are investors in different ways and they're looking to create wealth and, you know, really be able to create a lot of financial freedom is what I've found most people who are interested in investing. Um, the reason why we're able to create a profit is because we go in and, and we force appreciation. We, we do work to attract a new, better quality client and that client is interested in paying more, they're interested in staying longer, and these apartment buildings are really just businesses. And what's cool about that is just like you go and invest in a, in a stock in the stock market, you might go invest in Apple. Well, you can go and buy a share in this apartment complex. We actually create a security, same as a stock, but it's just not publicly traded. And then everyone gets to share in the upside. And typically investors receive majority upside in those deals. Um, but what I've found is, uh, is most people just don't really know that it's even possible to do that. You know, I I find that most of the folks I talk to, unless they've been turned on to this, this style of real estate, they really, you know, they believe that the only way to own a property is they got to own a duplex and they got to be the landlord or maybe they, maybe they're lucky enough to hire a property manager, but at the end of the day, they still have to answer the answer, the phone, make those decisions for the property manager. And they're the ones where the buck stops with them. But, uh, you know, the wealthiest families and the richest companies have been investing in these kind of syndications uh, or crowdfunded commercial real estate. They've been doing it for for decades. And uh, up until, you know, about the uh, 2000, back in the the Jobs Act of 2008, that came out of the Obama administration really kind of opened up this opportunity for everyday people, for other accredited investors to be able to invest in these kind of deals. And so we really built a, a business around serving that clientele.
0: I love it. That's a wonderful way that you just described um, syndication. And to think about an apartment building being nothing more than, than just a business, and to a appre- and 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 to approach it that way, and the idea of forced appreciation, I think is really cool. I think that that's really well said. And thinking about it as an opportunity to, to buy shares in something, and people are probably a little bit more f- familiar with buying shares of Amazon than they are with 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 um, real estate syndication. So I think that that's really well said right there. What else do you think that, that that stops people from from doing things? I'm fascinated. You went from zero and you did 200 flips in a very fair short amount of time. Have you just always had the mindset of okay, I'm going to see something I want to do and then I do it?
1: You know, it's it really came down to this internal drive to to make things better. I've just always had this focus. How can I make this better? How can I how can I change? How can I grow? And that internal growth led me to a lot of personal development, a lot of personal growth. And that's where I really changed my mindset. You know, I'm the host of the Investor Mindset podcast where I interview a lot of successful people and we talk about real estate investing. We talk about leadership and growth. And what I've learned is that there's, you know, a number of characteristics that end up leading to success. And one of them is, you know, comes down to the people you surround yourself with. So I've just been fortunate enough to, you know, make the decision to get into some circles with folks who have been able to really show me the way, be able to light that path and be able to kind of go after things. And, you know, that's kind of what, that's really what Von Finch does. That's what the investor mindset does. You know, the listeners listen, just like on your show and they, they learn. And, you know, one of the things that I've realized is that, you know, we as, you know, podcast hosts and. And business owners, we've got an opportunity, really a duty to be able to teach people about some of these strategies because, you know, we don't need more investors, but we love to be able to invite people to invest with us because it allows us to grow our business, make a bigger impact. And so that's the reason we do a lot of the education stuff. And it really comes full circle because it ends up driving us to be able to operate uh, internally and personally at the highest level you know we we've got a great resource if people are interested in learning more about passive investing in real estate you guys can grab that at investormindset.com/passive it's a 52 page passive investor playbook it'll walk you guys through you know how to think about investing how to get clear on your goals and how to really be able to do the due diligence all the same things that i learned from my mentors we just put down into one resource that people can grab at investor com slash passive. But at the end of the day, it just came down to finding great people and great mentors and great partners and really just going after it. that's usually what I recommend people to do is get clear on what they want and why they want it when it comes to investing and then go find some people to align themselves with and get in the game, make that decision and, uh, and go after it.
0: Yeah. I think that that's really well said as well. How important it is it? um, to sort of have the idea, this is what I want. I want to develop X number of dollars coming in on a monthly basis, an annual basis, and then to actually meet or realize that there are other people who are doing that. So, showing you that this is a possibility that even me, somebody who's maybe never, maybe I'm a first generation, you know, really successful person, but I am able to do that.
1: Yeah, well, it's helpful to know that I come from a family that was not super successful. My dad's a salesman. Mom was a teacher who made more money serving and and bartending. And so I grew up in that environment and, and was able to just simply go out and find some people who could be that introductory connection to this new industry, this new way of thinking. So by getting clear on what you want, and then supporting that with the purpose behind it, why you want it, what it does is it gives you that power of clarity. And it, the truth is that one of the biggest things that people struggle with is making decisions, right? A lot of people who come in, they're credit investors, they're making you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, multi-million dollars per year. One of the biggest struggles that people deal with is coming with the clarity of why they want to invest so that when they see an opportunity, they're ready to do it. Because what ends up happening is by getting clear on what you want and why you want it, it makes the process of making a decision simple because if you're ultra clear and you see something that you want right in front of you, it makes it a no brainer to say yes. So that's one of the reasons why getting that clarity is so key because then part of that strategy Part of the how you're going to go about getting there, there's a lot of different ways to get to your destination. Different different hows or different paths will lead you to different places of different benefits depending on what you're actually looking for. Um, but one of the ways to do that is to start getting some education, to start surrounding yourself with other people, to start listening to shows like The Investor Mindset, like yours, like others, where you can start seeing that well, a person just like you is doing this. And then you end up realizing, well, if this guy can do it or that gal can do it, then I can definitely do it. And it gives you that confidence and the assurance, that certainty, that's something that will work and you can take action and start making that belief your own.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that that, I think that that's right. <clears throat> just recognizing that, that this is something I can absolutely do. And, and once I'm clear on what it is that I want and then, and then I'm educated enough where I understand from a due diligence standpoint what things I need to be looking at and thinking about, uh, then when an opportunity comes across my desk, then I'm able to make a good and what will be at that point a fast decision because I can recognize it.
1: Exactly. 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 Like, here's a great example. Somebody is currently investing in the stock market. Maybe they're investing in index funds. They've been making uh, a great return in their eyes of seven or nine percent. They feel really confident in that they like it, but they're feeling uncertain about whether that's going to continue. Maybe they feel like things have really, you know, exploded and expanded recently. Maybe they're they have concerns about inflation. We just had the highest inflation in May that we've ever had in a single month. And they're looking at real estate and they're noticing, well, rent growth just hit its highest level ever in June. Um, And they're thinking to themselves, hey, I want to start investing in hard assets. I want to protect myself against inflation. I want to diversify out of the stock market. Well, that's a good what. And there's some reasons why that I've outlined in there and that can lead them down the path of starting to look around and realize what's possible. And what what's surprising to most people is that they can invest in real estate and they can make, you know, 8%, 6 to 8% a year as cash flow as a dividend that's paid out every single year. They can make, you know, 14 to 17% annually on their money. And they think that sounds really high. They think that sounds like that must be really risky. But once they start getting educated, they start getting comfortable, they start surrounding themselves with other people who've been doing this for a long time, they start realizing that that is kind of a norm in this space. And it's one of the reasons that the wealthiest people invest here. And by going down that path of getting clear why they're looking to leave and move some of their capital out of the market, it gives them the ability to then start go searching for some possible answers. And through that process, they end up you know, potentially landing on real estate, one of many alternative investments, but one of the longest and most used ways of wealth, right? Buying assets and letting those assets work for you. And so ends up, you know, leading people to a much better place. But had they not taken the time to get clear on what they were actually looking for, it'd be very difficult for them to, to end up deciding that this is the direction they actually want to go.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. So we've, you've, touched about or touched about touched on talked about finding clarity in what you really want a couple of times is there a certain framework that you think about is it amount of money coming in is it time freedom is it all those things
1: well i think it's getting clear from a values perspective what it is that you are really looking for are you someone who's looking for cash flow are you looking to create income stream that's gonna pay you, maybe you're looking to retire or you're looking to see that money coming into your bank account every month or every quarter, or are you somebody who's focused really on growing your portfolio overall? That would be more of an equity growth play where you're focused really on, hey, how can I see the highest overall return in relation to how much risk I'm comfortable with? Or maybe are you looking for a blend of the two? because once you understand which of those you're looking for and for example personally at Von Finch Capital our firm we focus on both strategies. We focus both on a hybrid where we create cash flow and equity growth and we also focus just on equity growth for people who are maybe younger or are making great money they don't need to live off of and they're just looking to grow their portfolio. Um, you know, the the fastest and safest way they can, they're thinking equity growth is where they want to focus. And then once you understand which of those three buckets you're going to fit into, then you decide and understand, well, what is your risk profile? How comfortable are you with the seeing your portfolio reduced by 5% or 10% or 15% or 25%? And you might know this because if you've been investing for some time, You've seen those kind of changes happen. And you can ask yourself, well, how did I feel when that happened? What was my reaction? Did I want to immediately sell everything even when I was at a loss? Or was I comfortable with it because I knew that was the strategy that we were playing and that eventually things would come back? And most people will kind of understand where they fit. Personally, I don't love taking a lot of risk. I like finding things that are, really protect my principle. And I don't like that feeling of, of uncertainty, I definitely invest in the stock market and cryptocurrency, but I've seen in those two areas where I have investments, it fluctuates dramatically and that just doesn't happen with real estate. And so you you answer those two questions and then you answer what your timeline is. So are you someone who's looking to create cash flow and have liquidity, which is just a fancy word of saying, when can you get your money back? Is that something you wanna get your money back or have it liquid within a year? Is it three years, is it five? Are you looking to invest for a much longer period? And with armed with those answers and those decisions on what that criteria is and what fits you best, you can then start going out and starting to look for operators, for sponsors, for syndicators, for people who do what we do, real estate investment managers, who are able to bring those kind of deals to the table. And then you can kind of pick and choose. What's great about real estate is you can invest either in a, a fund, which is a group of assets that are going to be purchased or have already been purchased, or you can invest in a single asset, which is just buying one building or a, a group of buildings at once. And when you, what's great about that is you can, if you are someone who likes to have a little bit more control, you can start picking and choosing what type of deals you're looking to have in your portfolio. Or if someone, if you're someone who just likes the simplicity, you invest in a fund with someone that you trust and you kind of go through that process. But something I've said three times is someone that you trust. And one of the most important things about investing into this type of real estate, into, um, passive investing in real estate is who you're investing with. And it always comes down to betting on the jockey, not the horse. The strongest horse or the strongest deal or the deal with the best returns or the lowest returns um, is not necessarily better than another. It really does come down to who you're investing in because those operators, the sponsors, the investment managers, they're the ones who are going to go and make the decisions day to day. They're the ones who are going to find the property, analyze the property, operate the property, and then distribute that cash flow to you. And now it's a very regulated industry, so your money is going to be protected. People are going to have to follow the rules and regulations when they're making these payouts and protecting your capital. But at the end of the day, you want to invest with people who have experience who've been in the industry, who've been doing this for some time, and then you wanna get on the phone with them or listen to some content or a webinar or some uh, report that they've put out so that you can start understanding who they are, what their values are, and see if those align with you. And I always recommend learning what questions to ask, but then trusting your gut. Now, sometimes your gut can tell you things and you don't listen to it. You really regret it. Other times what you're actually feeling is the fear of doing something you've never done. And so if you can identify the difference, it's really valuable for those of you who are really intuitive. You really know yourself. Don't let fear hold you back, but definitely don't move forward investing with an operator or with a team. If it doesn't feel right, because at the end of the day, you're really getting into a long-term relationship where they're going to go out and work hard on your behalf and they're paid based on your success. You know, they're paid based on the project going well. They don't make as much money if you don't make money, but you really want to make sure you're uh, investing with experienced team members that, you know, have the same way of thinking that you do.
0: Well said. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How could they engage with you?
1: Well, since you're listening to a show, I encourage you guys to check out the Investor Mindset podcast on your favorite podcasting app or YouTube. You can just go search and hit subscribe on that right now, so you can check it out after this episode. Otherwise, I encourage you to reach out directly on social media uh, or head over to vonfinch.com/passive so you can grab that passive investor playbook. If interested, you can schedule a call with me or a member of our team to talk about the type of investments that we do and. We'd love to serve you, and we appreciate you guys listening. And I I always recommend, ask yourself, well, what did you learn today, and how can you apply it in your life? And you know, go do something with this information, because now that you're armed with it, it can make a huge difference in your life.
0: Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Stephen your appreciation, and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go subscribe to the Investor Mindset Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, and on YouTube. Go to vonfinch.com slash passive and pick up that, that free guide that Stephen's been talking about and uh, connect with somebody, with Stephen or somebody on his team to uh, to get started. Thanks again, Stephen.
1: Thank you very much. We'll see you guys later.
0: And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. Cause we are all in this together.